0: It's Christmas time. <laughs> I think you're a few notes too low there. Too low. Too high, yeah. if anything. It's Christmas time. What's that? <laughs> you think you're Gary Barlow, don't you? There's no need to be afraid. <laughs> At Christmas time. Oh, I'm, no. I'm looking I'm going on, to got, that a bit too much. I've got that. I've got that bang on, no, I think. No, no you've, you've got You've stretched that out too much. We let in light and we banish shade. What's the next line? I've got in the now world of plenty. Not one of my favourite ones. This one. I'm more of a, a Cliff fan. I course, of course you be this. a Cliff fan. You and him. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I don't know the next line. Do you not know the next line to this song? Do they know it's Christmas? We're not that bit I yet. Know. We're not that bit yet. Yes, hello, welcome back. It's a Christmas podcast. We're here. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Yeah, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad, as they say in Spain. Might have culture myself. I'm good. Santa's coming. Are you excited? Uh, I'd say I'm moderately excited, yeah. I hope he's bringing you a new jumper. I mean, that green number that you've got on at the minute is, uh, is a bit questionable. Well, this that, is new. It? This is new. I bought this I, specifically for the podcast. I've seen better shades of green, it has to be said, but no. This is a beautiful shade. If actually, the camera doesn't do it justice. It looks quite light That's on your is. camera. But in yeah. real life, it's a bright green, actually. That's it. Gaslight the webcam. Gaslight yeah, well, the webcam. It's, yeah, it's your fault. And whereas you're wearing something which I think looks a like... A pair of-, of curtains, maybe. Something like that. if you it's made it a- yourself? <laughs> It's a lovely, you know, for the audio listeners, it's a lovely red and blue and white number. And you can see it's got we've got (laughs) we've got we've got snowmen and Santa Claus on there and some lovely candy canes as well. There's too much going on. It goes with the red hair though, at least. So Orange, orange, well, redhead. Uh, how, how are your <laughs> thoughts towards Christmas in general? Do you get quite excited about this time of year? Is it your favourite time? I of love year? it. I'm one of those people. I start listening to Christmas songs in November as, as soon as really? Halloween is over. Um, I've got the Christmas songs and I've got my favourites. I think Wham! Last Christmas up there. Elton John, Step into Christmas. That's, that's a good one. one. I Does guess, mate. Like the ones that are sort of upbeat. The upbeat ones like, get you a bit giddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. And with my modern era, One More Sleep, Leona Lewis, and Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarks are my personal favourites. Wow, you've, you've got, got top to four either. there. You've thought, thought about for, this. Top four. Whoa, it's just, you know, every year. You listen to the same songs, don't you, every year? Ed Sheeran's done one this year with Lad Baby. Not not for me, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I know you like Ed Sheeran, but I'm not I <laughs> don't, don't know where that's called um, from. <laughs> I like it. I'm partial to a slow one, though. I'm partial to a mistletoe and wine, Cliff Richard. Mm, yeah, I like yeah. Have you seen the dance moves for that? He does, like, the whole arms, and then he gets, like, arms right. in the air and all that. Well, as long as he's keeping those arms to himself, the Dirty <laughs> Dog, I think it's all right, isn't it? it makes but yeah, I can take objection, though. There's that famous line, isn't it? In it isn't there? Uh, gifts on the tree. Gift. Not well, who's putting gifts on the tree, Cliff? Or any gift oh, on the tree? Put my massive gifts under the tree. Thank you. I think in terms of my favourite Christmas song. I Think for me, it's got to be a bit of Michael Bublé. something maybe a please come a home, you know, that kind of number. Yeah, you know, really sort of. Uh, you like, like you it. love a crooner, you love a crooner, yeah. or um, driving home for Christmas. No, it's David Beckham's favorite. I saw on Instagram this week, he loves driving home for Christmas, is it? Oh, I don't like um, anyone. Well, yeah, you know, a bit too Instagrammy, isn't he? A bit too, you know, oh. a bit of work, then as well. Not a fan, turn your phone off. <laughs> A bit disrespectful to the podcast, really, isn't it? Okay, that, cut that out. Move that over there. Do not disturb. Instagram generation. You ever been to uh, Midnight Mass? Is that the one where you go to a church, like light a candle, sing songs? Yes. Sounds like more a thing you do in a student sort of town slash city to me. <laughs> Why is that? Is a bunch of old people, things. they're not students. No, no. They're students and they're baggy jumpers no, and they're corduroy no, trousers. You can gather your housemates around you. Go, oh guys, should we go to midnight yeah. mass? That'll be fun. There's a house. Yeah. Come on, we can <laughs> sing together and all that. <laughs> but it's such a uni thing to do. Is it? Well, we've already done in best... groups at uni, you're a lot. <laughs> No, we've done it for the past, didn't do it last year, but did it for the year before and the year before that as well at home. It's a lovely little occasion. I love milling around the church. It's full of old people. And my favourite thing to do is you sit down and at the front, they have a board with numbers on and the numbers correlate to the numbers of the hymns the hymn book. And the excitement you get from going through the hymn book and seeing that your favourite hymn is in there. And we'll be uh, singing along to that night. I think it's amazing. It's the best part of Christmas for me. Is it? You what? Know, is it, yep. What is it and like? Um, Start. What does it Star Is it all about stars or something? Starry night. Oh, that's, that's it. That's Starry. more of a an, an, an nativity uh, an nativity. Trick. What I'm sort thinking you Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Is my personal. Sorry. One. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Oh no! no. Like that yeah, that, that sounds a bit sort of anti climate change to me. I'm more sort of <laughs> clean energy kind of guy. Give me a bit of solar. Bit mulled wine as well, if that's your fancy. If you fancy no, mulled it's not. Wine. And then you go around and all the old people are there and you're shaking everybody's hands and you're going, Peace be with you, peace be with you. You don't go around yeah, saying that. You have to go around saying peace be with you. You're in a cult. I'm not even religious either. Well, I mean, that's a story for a different podcast. It's kind of culty, isn't it? But um, peace be with you. Nothing- a bit of, bit of community feel of that. Peace Please be with you. Just man. go around and say, yeah, have a good Christmas. See you. All right. Yeah, good. And you, yeah. you stumble out with the wine as well. Perfect. The Peace Lord. be with Please. you. Like the aliens visiting from other planet. Peace be with no you. Such, no such thing. No, no such thing. saying as an alien. Um, one thing we did to talk about, away from, you know, you joining cults or whatever else you get up to, is Christmas films. I need to know, what what are your favourite Christmas films? Presumably you get, in, get into them quite a lot. I, I tend to watch yeah. them a few in the sort of run up to Christmas. What are your favourites? The biggest tradition that we have as far as traditions go is that every single Christmas for as long as I can remember, Christmas Eve we watch Love Actually. but So Love Actually has been a, a favourite of mine for a while. I think it's the it's perfect Christmas movie for me. I think it sums up everything that I love about Christmas, actually. I think for me, the, my problem with Love Actually, I've got a few problems with Love Actually. Mm. First of, of all, Kira Knightley, she's 17 in that film, and yet she's getting married to a 26-year-old. And not only that, but she has a 30-year-old stand at a doorstep. Oh, tell him it's Christmas mm. carols or whatever. It's carol singers. Yeah, it's a 30-year-old trying yeah. to woo a 17-year-old Kira Knightley. That's problematic, is what that is. Well, she she doesn't look 17, so it's fine. Oh, so that's, that's acceptable, uh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with an age gap. And the perfect example of it, actually, is, is that my parents, my dad was 26, and my mum was 17 when they got together, and they're still together now. So, I bet that Karen Knightley and who's the guy? In that was Chueto Edge of Four. No, I definitely pronounced that right. The actor in that movie. He's in oh, yeah. 10 Years a Slave. Is it 10 Years a Slave or 20 Years a Slave? I don't know. Oh, not very Christmassy, whatever it is. <laughs> I think it's 10 Years Ten Years a Slave. So, they're probably still together now. And that, I think that that scene in particular is one of my favourites because it shows you that unrequited love doesn't have to be so heartbreaking. That scene's beautiful. It's the most beautiful display of unrequited what? love Sorry. that I've when ever seen. He turns a up a boyfriend. On the she did, Oh, she didn't cheat. She didn't she cheat. She kissed him. Oh, does she kiss him? Does she kiss him? She kisses oh, she the does. guy. Oh, that's she offside. She runs after him and kisses him. That's offside. But his show <laughs> of unrequited love. <laughs> his show of unrequited That's cheating. It's gone to VAR. VAR says that's, that's cheating. Definitely. His show of unrequited love on the doorstep with the paper cards, mm-hmm. where he's like, at Christmas, you tell the truth. I love you, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I love that. Bit creepy, though, that he goes to the wedding and only films her. Exactly. That's a bit creepy. He was there as a guest, and he's just, what, filming out is a bit stalkerish for me. Yeah. Then he but turns up at the doorstep. Mm. Stalkers exist, though. We've got to remember this. Stalkers do exist. And sometimes you invite them to your wedding. I just think, for me, it's a bit but, creepy. You know, if you're going to be a creep, don't be a creep at Christmas, you dirty little perv, is what I say <laughs> to him put a donk on it at least until the new year Andrew Come Lincoln who, he ended up in The Walking Dead as well so he obviously didn't take the rejection too well oh yeah because he ended up in the midst of a zombie apocalypse which is not nice really for that's him. what happens when you try but to it, it's a nice, beautiful, beautiful show of unrequited because he doesn't turn up to her and say cheat on your boyfriend or I love you let's run away together he accepts that they're together in a loving marriage I don't know why she kisses him, though. But really, she still cheats. Me. Exactly. So yeah. this is what I mean. She's the whole point so, is actually, there's cheating going on. Snape, he's cheating. As well, he starts buying gifts for the other woman. Snape's a disgrace, isn't he, in that movie? I mean, yeah. he doesn't know where he's missing. With Emma Thompson as well. I mean, she's witty. She's banterous. She's got a good good sense of humour. She's not bad looking, either. Um, yeah. She's from good stock as well. She's posh. I don't know. She's from good her. stock. <laughs> it's important, <laughs> isn't it? That's ticked, a little, oh, that's ticked something on my list. Can't be a wrong one. Her brother in that movie is the Prime Minister as well. That's exactly. Lovely little status there. Let's, let's status climb the primer. social ladder, that's what you're thinking. Well, Snape's not thinking that. He's got eyes on that. I'm not going to use the word I would have used, to be Ooh. fair. I'm not a big fan of her. Go, Go with the bob. Oh, interesting. You had to slag her off, then. This is interesting. I don't think... Using that woman. word, yeah. Slime expressing her herself. She's just expressing herself. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, you'd be disappointed. If you were thinking you'd get an, a necklace for Christmas and you've got a Joni Mitchell CD like he gets his wife in that movie he's cheating he's doing the dirty on her and she's built herself up on the it's Christmas Eve she opens it she's like oh, i open this one it looks like a necklace box mm. but it's a Joni Mitchell CD Joni Mitchell made a career out of whining really and releasing albums it's I mean sad. who even is she that's my point but what I really like about that is that she continues with him regardless and that's not something that I would do but it's a beautiful kind of realistic interpretation of what love is sometimes some people out there in established relationships with kids just grin and bear it and carry on i don't i don't know if it is i mean it's just a bit of a sad life i don't know why he's so in a relationship for the sake of kids who cares about the no, kids I wouldn't get rid no. not, not of the kids get rid of your partner not with alan rickman either he's not particularly good looking is he rest in peace though and that's all that matters on. obviously uh, but he is more attractive than harry potter i didn't really when i was younger i had a thing for snape <laughs> the kind of black balls, Weird. Oh, weird that's... dynamics. It's because I'm a Slytherin at art as well, so... Yeah, you are. I suppose there's that weird dynamic at play. Born and bred. One of my oh. favourite characters in Love Actually is, mm. I think, Mr Bean. I think he does a great job yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Uh, so he's wrapping Alan Rickman's necklace that he's getting. puts a bit of lavender in there. I'm allergic to that, so I can oh, be yeah. having that in my necklace. Yeah, i get a rash around my neck if I wore a lavender necklace like that. Mm. A bit of a shame, really. It's a shame, because I love wearing lavender necklaces. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> Get me a Joni Mitchell CD instead, please. <laughs> That's saying a lot as well. That's saying a lot. But then he comes back for the airport scene at the end, and I could, I barely make it through the airport scene without crying. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Right. Such a... I watched it the other night for this very podcast so I could speak about it. And You've never I... seen it before? Never no, seen no it I've before. seen it loads, just a refresher. Yeah. And I yeah. just don't all get right. how it can be emotional at all. I don't, I don't understand how that bit's emotional. You don't understand how a young... Child, you know, chasing his first true love through an airport as she jets off to New York is emotional. With the music building to a crescendo, the kid's just lost his mum. Liam Neeson's there as well. Which, by the, the way, he doesn't care about. Himself. He doesn't care about his mum dying. Oh yeah, I'm not really thinking about it at the moment. I'm thinking about this girl that I want to get with. Come on, there's a yes, time it's and a place it. for it. Maybe he's using it as a coping mechanism. Mm. I do think that the issue is, as is, you know. Even if she jets off to New York, Liam Nason will find her because he's got a very specific set of skills. He has, so he'd be he track her down. I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> Why, son? Uh, but That's I, the ending uh, deserved. Uh, <laughs> I, why? Is he, why is he there in the first place? What's he doing knocking about in London all of a sudden? Liam Neeson seems so out a place in that film. There's lots of really big iconic British stars. It's, it's rammed packed full of well-known British actors, mm. and then just Liam Neeson knocking about. I think it's, it's beautiful though, because obviously he is suffering from grief. Um, not so not. I think I really like his his kind of character out from grieving husband to let's help my son get through this. And then he gets a Scandinavian bird himself. I thought she was German. Same thing, isn't it? (laughs) Well,
1: German, blonde hair and blue
0: eyes. But this is the thing, another point, and you've raised this, he was talking to his kid on a, I don't know, if he was on a bench or something. His kid, about 10 years old something like that, if that. He looks a lot younger. I think he's 10 when he filmed that, when he filmed Love Actually. I've been told I look like him, actually. It was a bit weird. Yeah, that is a bit weird because you don't look anything like him at all. Um, but he, was, he, turns to his, he turns to his son and he says, um, oh, yeah, I, I really like this German model. Apparently she was a well-known model at the time. Okay, he names what? her. Is she German? Yeah, pretty sure she was German. German model. And then he says something about, oh, we're going to have sex in every room or something, including your room. He says that to his kid. I don't remember that. You don't, well, sure. He says it very subtly, yeah, but he definitely does. So he didn't go, we're having sex in your room. No, he says, we'll, we'll have, we'll have a sex in every room in the house or something like that. To his kid. For anyone watching that film, you know, in the next 24 to 48 hours, mm. watch out for it because he says it. He says it in the film. Yeah, there are movie. a few things in that movie that are uh, sexual, aren't they? I don't know what the director, was, Richard Curtis, not sure what he was thinking because obviously I associate with Christmas time spending time with your family, but there is always that awkward moment because everybody always forgets about the two, are they porn stars? What are they oh, all yeah. naked? Whoever yeah. they. Everybody always forgets about those two until they're watching it with their parents. And then the first time they come on, it's uh, Martin Freeman and the Welsh one from Gavin and Stacey. Mm -hmm. Stacey. Um, Everybody always forgets about that at that moment. And then suddenly uh, he's doing her from behind while cupping her breasts, isn't he? At one point Uh, massaging them, actually, which is quite a nice thing to do. You know, affectionate. I mean, nobody's ever done it to me. So, I mean, I can imagine it feels nice. Um, But everybody always forgets about that point until they're watching it, and then it's kind of like everybody you know sits up a bit and tenses up. Anyone fancy a a (laughs) cuppa? Just making anybody fancy any any eggnog? Eggnog? Yeah, Mm. do you want a celebration? Anyone? celebration yeah. <laughs> just as we get past this awkward bit in the film yeah i'm not but they keep on coming back as well i don't find myself getting emotionally attached to those two it's nice that people working in industries such as that are represented in that movie it's a movie that caters to exactly towards, everybody, it's, towards it's all marginalized people and unnecessary sort of storyline that's going on yeah <laughs> there's no point to that one really is there and i love it because they're all the, the obviously the, the the idea of the movie is that you know it's Christmas. Everybody's in love and people's paths are intertwined and crossing or whatever. And the only time I think that they're particularly relevant when they're not banging each other is they turn up for some reason at the school nativity at the end. They're just there. Yeah, what like are they just doing? There. There? That's suspicious. What are they doing on school grounds? Is yeah. Get, yeah. But it's out. not It's not them we have to watch out for in that scene, though. It's the Prime Minister and Martin McCutcheon behind yeah, the stage. Spoiler Sorry, yeah. They, they're <laughs> getting off. They're getting off behind the stage. Know, in a school I as mean, Yeah. And... There's a moment where she's called chubby as well in that movie. Do not agree with that? Describing somebody by the size of their body? No, you'd never do. It's that. interesting to see how attitudes have changed about that. I don't think she is chubby either. I think she just got a bit of extra tint do not extra chubby. But. <laughs> You don't think she should be she's just got a bit of extra timber. They're represented in the movie as well people that've got a bit of extra timber. That's yeah. Nice. I think she's just a normal size. She's a normal woman to be mm. honest. But I mean personally as a whole I don't have that down as my favorite Christmas film love actually. I just I think there's something about it. Too much cheating, you know, too much deception, <laughs> too many lies, um too many, you know, uncomfortable age gaps really. I mean she's 17 just got married. 30 year old knocking on your door, mm, nearly double your age. Uh, well, it's not an age gap, that's all right. Well, Twice your age, sort of new, new things. Who, who are we to play God in people's relationships? Eh? Well, just keep it legal. That's all I'm saying. Keep it legal. Was it legal to get married at 17? Was that legal? Uh, I don't know, okay, actually. I'm not sure, to be honest. Not sure. I have to get my lawyers on that, actually. That's, yeah, you, you really that. should. Do you have any Christmas traditions? Like, talk me through your Christmas. What does it look like?
1: You know, I mean,
0: there's nothing too out of the ordinary you know, about my Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, takeaway, Indian, which is quite interesting. but year? Yeah, yeah. Not really in keeping with traditions that other people would have. You know, you don't associate Christmas time with Indian food. But, you know, we do that. Love actually on, uh, on Christmas Eve. Out to midnight mass, few beds as well. They'll put 10, 11, open the presents. 10, 11? Yeah. You get not, up I'm not at early. 10 or 11 on Christmas Day. I'm not Day. getting up any earlier than that. Not any earlier than that, thank you. So not you're getting up basically at lunchtime at this point to open presents. Essentially, keep them waiting. And recently we've started doing a um, Christmas Eve box, you know, little stocking fillers and stuff. Oh, you started doing that. Like a patience yeah. in your household. Interesting. Instagram yeah, generation, see. that's it. With the, <laughs> with the name Merry Christmas Toby on the, the top of it. Well, oh, it's a genius idea. From Santa. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then a bit of... Christmas dinner, and then obviously on to the main part of Christmas Day, which is board games. Wow, is that how you spend most of your Christmas then, board games? Yeah, I've got a winning mentality, and I think it comes from (laughs) playing board games with the family. Monopoly is the the best one, but it always ends up in me flipping the board over, because my family are a bunch of cheats, and if there's one thing I hate, it's it's people that cheat. (laughs) Dad's always the banker. I was a banker. It's not four hundred of passing go, is it? It's two hundred. Oh. It's a nice family argument. Toby, you've ruined Christmas. No, you've ruined Christmas. You big cheat. <laughs> this sounds like it happens quite regularly. Does this every year, like clockwork? Honestly, cheating in your know, household, shocking. We we would never cheat. We played Monopoly recently, but we don't we don't cheat. We have um, very strict rules and we adhere to them. <laughs> <and> that's how. <laughs> have you play. ever played cheaters Monopoly? I haven't. No. I haven't. Oh, amazing amazing i ended up handcuffed to a table playing it it's monopoly but with no rules like they encourage you to cheat in this game of monopoly which is not something that comes naturally to me i'm all about fair play Mm. but like if somebody was if somebody's looking away you snatch a couple of you know 500 notes from them or whatever put them under yours it's amazing but if you get caught you get handcuffed so the game comes with this is an official monopoly game and it comes with a a pair of plastic handcuffs But luckily Somebody that I was playing with Happened to have a pair Of pink fluffy ones So we played with those instead Just so happened to have that <laughs> Bought from a <the> charity <laughs> shop Nearby oh. Oxfam you Come got, on Suddenly there was this There was this pink bat on Everywhere as well I was Getting slapped Getting whipped And <laughs> all my clothes Just fell off As well Yeah <laughs> How that happen? Suddenly I'm chained to the chair Yeah it's amazing Where did those nipple clamps Come no, from? Not, uh, yeah I was about to say that <laughs> <laughs> three weeks in a row. Three yeah. weeks in a row. But yeah, so after, it took me about two minutes and I was chained to the hanker for the bloody table. I was. Okay. So, amazing game, though. So you get quite excited then for Christmas? You're quite pumped for it then? Or was it a bit of an anti climax? I would say. I would say about six weeks out from Christmas. I've got the Christmas tunes playing. Looking forward to the Christmas markets or whatever. But in you know, the Christmas decorations, of I love it. Some families have these quirky traditions, don't they? Kind of a bit, bit weird. We don't, we don't do any of that. But well, don't slack us off. <laughs> so, do you do you yeah, enjoy lot. the build-up more than the actual day? Then do you think? Yeah, it's always a bit of a flop. And for me, my favourite time of the year is uh, New Year's as well. So I'm always kind of looking forward to that more. Love wow, fresh oh. beginning. Oh, god. Fresh beginning. Um, yeah, see, I'm not a massive New Year's fan. We'll get onto that, I think, in the New Year's podcast on the third. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think for me, uh, Christmas Day, it's a good day. It's a decent one. But then Boxing Day, we all we just do it again. Basically, we have like two Christmases mm. on uh, in our house, so we we have different sets of families over at different times. Do you do anything particular on Boxing Day? Well, usually um, because you know, I say we're both football fans, but one of us actually goes to matches, and one of us just seems to piss around with our family on uh, Boxing Day. Obviously, you, I'm It leads to the. Be- <laughs> And obviously, it's the tradition is um, Boxing Day football is always a football match on Boxing Day, in which our beloved Leeds United are usually play. So, usually, we we do that. So, really it's not really a thing, is so it? When you sit around and eat cold turkey sandwiches or something like that, boring. Well, it's not I'm what already, we do, like, but it would be. If, I'm already if that was what, we <laughs> yeah. what are you up to on Boxing Day? Tell me. Boxing Day is a beautiful day. It's basically like I say, it's basically a second Christmas, is what it is. Hmm. It's so... over, let it go. No, 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 it's not. It's very much still alive. Basically, Christmas Day, we will have family over. We'll have a Certain family on Christmas Day, and then a certain family on Boxing Day. Boxing Day is for our cousins and my uncle. They come over, we open some more presents, exchange more presents on Boxing Day. That's all about the presents. And then exactly. And then we have a diff rather than turkey, we might have like beef or something. Mm-hmm. Or something a little bit different on uh on Boxing Day. And then we just, you know, play some games. And that's, that's how we spend Boxing Day. But on games, games you're playing? Strip um, poker? Yeah, actually, yeah. We get everyone <laughs> involved in that. Um, no, we, we don't. We, it tends to be a game that someone's got for Christmas. So if someone's got, like, a game for yeah. Christmas, someone will generally buy a game or something. You play that or whatever. And there's usually a few laughs at that. That gets mm. the family involved. I remember once my grandparents um, getting on Guitar Hero a few years back. Back when Guitar Hero was a thing. Do you remember that on Xbox? Do Yeah, I used to enjoy that quite a lot, actually. The performer yeah. in me used to come out. Oh, I bet it did. Yeah, he, <laughs> guy in his, guy in his 70s, just uh, just keep it, trying to go on guitar. <laughs> playing it with his teeth. <laughs> the guitar, no, playing definitely. the guitar with his teeth. Didn't have you. What's the best Christmas present you've ever had? Personally, when I get a present, I want it to be mm. practical. I'm all about, can I use it? The worst sort of present anyone can well, ever buy me is a present that will inevitably get given to charity in two years' time. will oh. be used. It'll go to the back of a cupboard. Charity, two, three years' time and have a clear out. That's the worst yeah. sort of present anyone can get me. So I love practical ones. Now, for those of you watching on screen, oh, here we go. this is one of the best presents I've had. Ooh. It's a little stand for my what phone. F- Costs a quid <laughs> from Poundland or something like that. Okay. A little green stand. <coughs> Use it all the time to stand my phone up or stand notes on it. I love practical gifts. I'm big on practical gifts. I want to be able to use it. It's fascinating. Whereas it's you, fascinating. it's like, oh, I've got a nice jumper. <laughs> <laughs> lovely a jumper, nice puffer jacket or oh. something. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not too, I'm not too picky when it comes to presents. In fact, to be fair, I could do without them sometimes. Oh, God, yeah. you're so lovely, aren't you? Um, oh, just so many presents. I, I carry out the festive cheer. <laughs> I give the money to the local church on Midnight Mass. But my grandma used to be that picky. What we do is we get her a gift or whatever. It's like a cardigan or something like that. And every year we put the receipt and the wrapping paper with it. The receipt? We need to take it back. (laughs) We need to take it back. Stick it in there. be fine. At least it's not a waste of money. Simple as that. So almost as like... we know you're not going to like this, so is there a receipt? Yeah, you're impossible to buy for. Enjoy the cardigan if you don't like it, there's a oh receipt. Oh, my she so you knows how much it cost and everything. No, there's no pretense there. Merry Christmas. No pretense. What's your favourite present? I would say um, when I was younger. Did you ever etch a sketch? I was didn't, I don't them. think I've, I've heard of them. The little boards that you could draw on and then erase straight away. I loved those. Amazing and and that's why my handwriting's so neat now. Is I it? Loved that. I was amazed it- with that, yeah. I had a PSP back in the day as well. Love PSPs. That was, where, that was the last console I ever had. I kind of hopped off that before the Xbox and the PS4 or whatever because I got a life, essentially, you know. Not really fun Practical presents, I mean, no. Most practical, I get boxes and socks and things like oh, that's yeah, that. Yeah, they, they're decent. Uh, Not a phone stand, though. It's not exactly a phone stand, is it? No. It's I mean... just too late. It's, it's a shame that it's too late for me to add that to my Christmas list. I've always wanted a, a phone stand. mm I, I bet you don't really do a Christmas list in your house. You just sort of say, I bet, I bet you buy your own presents for yourself, don't you? <laughs> I, uh, I just throw stuff out there, you know. I think the last thing I asked for was a Le Creuset mug, so I'm hoping I'm getting that, you know, if, Santa's, Sorry, Le if Crusade, Santa's looking down on me. La Creuset mug? It's like a well-known crockery company. They do their own mugs as well. That Oh, for that those one those that you're always 20. on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite. you want a mug from that company? Well, I want a mug from Santa. Thank you. <laughs> And how if much do those mugs cost? It's, it's, it's twenty quid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is. Do you not realise that that is just ridiculous? I mean, you literally ha- you have a mug. It's got uh, a little tea on it or whatever. It's, yeah, it's here actually for, for those of us that are watching. So a little festive uh, tea mug. Here, look at that. You want a twenty? But it's quid practical mug. though. What, it's not practical. What am I meant to drink? What am I meant to drink my eggnog out of? Oh my no, god! You, you see, that's a, the opposite of what I like to have. The, the finer things, the finer things in life. It's not a finer thing, it's an overpriced mug. It's, I was going to say, it's overpriced, it's a good quality, good quality mug it is. No, I it's overpriced. Wake up every morning and sip from that, I think it'd be perfect. I don't even think I'd rather sip out of oh, the Crusoe God. mug. In lilac as brands, well. It's about isn't it? And, oh, the It's know. about quality for me. It's about quality for Status me. Status signal. Can't be doing with it. Not Christmas. Just, Come on. I wish I got a phone stand, to be honest with you, but I didn't think... Didn't think well, it's practical. Enough. At least I use it. I, I like to have... I like to be bought things that, that I use so it doesn't go to landfill. Exactly. I tell you what, the next thing that should be going to landfill is that jumper. <laughs> this jumper is great thank you very much I love this jumper um, do you, was you, it your Christmas jumper in school where it said let it snow on but it said tits now because you make tits now of let it snow was that, was yes. that you doing that joke that was some neat. human never changes does it, no, some human it never changes. I wasn't doing the joke it was you that saw it on my jumper <laughs> because it, had, it was the word that was across my chest and it sort of drifted underneath my armpit did the word so it looked like yeah. that underneath my armpit it wasn't me doing it absolute genius I realised that you could make the word tits now out of the end of let it snow if you if you got rid of the L-E from the start comedy genius, genius from, from day one I've never seen yeah. anybody look so good in a hat. thank you right now. I feel sorry for people that are listening on an audio medium <laughs> um, are you big on buying presents for other people do you buy presents for your family and friends or whoever yeah well i'm pretty known to dabble depends dabble. depends if they be naughty or nice so if that's I, a no then you don't um, buy presents for your family i buy presents for those that for those that deserve it so yeah so i do it's nice it's nice to see you know the smiles on their faces as well that's <laughs> what christmas is all about isn't it? so you're not a big gift giver then you prefer to receive rather than give i take and receive do you? Uh, I'm You're yeah. open to both. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, don't knock it before you've tried it. Mm. Oh, you, you, mean pres- you mean the present? Yeah. You mean yeah. the present? Yeah. You mean the present? Some years, yes, some years, no, basically. So they don't have an expectation of, oh, you know, we've bought him presents, I hope he something no. back. He is 23 what? at the end of the day, so he should probably got- stri- child no anymore. Need to drop- no need to uh, drop my age on there. That's 23. Thank uh, you. Not-, it's not, not a child anymore. It- uh, stop behaving like an adult. Uh. <laughs> no, I do, but it's always a struggle to wrap them. That's the issue. Oh, is it? That's your excuse. It a you can never presence practical. Never practical. Well, I can, but it's not very well. Um, Who cares? It a a shame, isn't it, really? It's not about aesthetics, it it's about the gift of giving. I see. We're making a mess under the tree though. Oh god, not this. Wait, do you have um do you get a fake tree or do you buy like a tree every year? It's it's fake, but I'd rather we buy one every year. We usually buy a tree every year, but this was the first year where we've actually I've been out. And seeing the tree that we're getting, kind of thing, like we've gone right, we want that one chopping down. We actually went to like a, a sort of Christmas tree farm, I guess you call them. Yeah, no, like there's, a pumpkin pack. yeah, like she that, for but, but for trees, yeah. For the first year, we went and actually did that, and we were like, we picked our own tree. Right. We're like, oh, which one are we going to go for? There's a few where, you know, there's had a bit of like alopecia or something going on <laughs> on the branches, and yeah, not not a happy home life. So we thought, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not going to go for that. A bit bare up top. I mean, not a lot going on. You're on a bold tree, do you? Exactly. No to baldies. And yes to the six foot one that looks you know, nice and plump. Is that what you're into? Six foot and plump? In the tree world, yes. <laughs> in the tree we man. can't have them being taller than you I suppose we? uh, well it's yeah, interesting I don't know how do you narrow it down you're looking at you think that tree's a bit better eye them up from a, from a distance get a feeling of the personalities and <laughs> just you know make them. your move yeah exactly make your move get the accent reminds me of your old clubbing days that actually well, at least you can't bore the trees with a dead chat I suppose yeah. Only for the chat just a then. smile and a wink and that'll do <laughs> come on come on this way. What? It's all in the eyes. eye contact. Absolutely vile. Absolutely vile. vile. Did you ever do... Did you, have, did you, did you ever do a nativity at, at primary school or anything? Anything like that? You ever dabble? Because we never did. This is the thing. We, we were that secular. We never did a nativity, which meant that I was robbed as my role as uh, Joseph. I'm not sure if we ever did do the Nativity actually. We probably did. I can't remember me actually playing a specific role. We did Jesus Christ. You probably like Shepard Shepherd Shepherd 2 or something, you were. No, main character. Main character. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't get big Joseph energy from you. Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, I once did (laughs) I was once a police officer in gel, which is like a rip-off of Greece, like a modern day version of Greece Lightning. Oh, tell me about it, Stud. Great reference there for any of the Greece fans watching, which I'm sure there are. Um, so yeah, I had uh, I had a little role as a police officer with an interest in a fellow officer as well, love interest. Mm-hmm. Oh really? You did you you pursue that? Did you? Yep. In, in workplace the, romance in the show. Yeah. yeah, workplace romance. Did they give you any cuffs? Or there were no cuffs on show, not officially. Anyway, interesting. Um, but I do remember a little bit of improvisation I did uh, on stage, a bit of improv course i'm natural right. born actor go on so yeah i mean like i said it was supposed to be like a brewing relationship between the two of us and i think they wanted us to hold hands as we went off stage oh. or something which at a 10 or 9 or something we were a bit like oh no not people of the opposite well, 22 gender. for you no come on don't project <laughs> don't project so at the time you know at 9 10 years old you're a bit like oh, not the opposite gender oh not be holding hands hmm. Uh, and you're not really, you're not going to understand the whole acting thing. So I remember thinking, no, it we, we, we both sort of mutually were like, we're not comfortable holding hands. So on the night, I thought instead, I'm just going to do a little sort of, I let her go first, almost like I was sort of like after you kind of thing. And just a little hint of improv there, just sort I of, like that. it really added to the character, the connection between the two of them. You know, he's I mean, good manners. Totally unrealistic though, isn't it? A policeman with good manners. Oh, goodbye. Oh, I, uh, hey, thank you. I had a, a similar story where I was playing the villain in Books Malone, Dandy Dan. And there's a there's a scene where he's sat with his wife and he's like scheming out loud or whatever. And then he kisses her on the hand. I remember being like absolutely adamant to the teachers that were like directing it, shall we say? But I did not want to kiss this girl's hand. Bring a guy in. Oh, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so I improvised on the stage as well. And what I did was. I put my hand on top of her hand and kissed my hand because oh, there's no greater what? love. There's no greater love than self-love. I don't think anybody in the audience noticed, to be honest. But I remember being adamant, even at like 10, 11, I was like, I'm not kissing this girl's hand. And she was pregnant by the time she was 16. Um, just a little fact. Great fun yeah, facts. And that was actually from your kiss of the hand as well. Uh, you did <laughs> something. It was the touching of the hand. <laughs> absolutely impregnated oh yeah so i was absolutely adamant it's just it's when you're at that age as well it's a bit iffy isn't it i remember the the school disco in year six there were boys at one side and girls at the other it was like you were allergic to each other did you have anyone sliding on the knees that kind of thing at the school disco yeah yeah me you you loved it uh, i bet you did you thought you were scoring wore a goal. The, i wore the <laughs> i wore the knees on my bootcut jeans out by uh <laughs> sliding around um but I did take a girl to the to the US disco, so uh, it's one nil to me, I think that. I mean you had kidnapped her, but <laughs> still took one two. She was sedated. She was yeah. sedated, yeah. Yeah, still counts. Oh no, she was blind. She was blind. (laughs) Good of you, inclusive. I love the love the blind community. I love everyone equally. I've not told you about the blind wedding, have I? No, the blind wedding, the blind lesbian wedding. (laughs) There's lester days, right? It's not very Christmassy, so I don't know why, but it's it's sort of related to blind people. We do get off pace a little bit, but we'll crack on with with the story. Um, Basically, in the village I live in, there's a B and B that my mum works at. And uh, the owner was telling my mum about, you know, some people being been to stay at the b and before she was working there. And uh, he was saying, oh, yeah, we had uh, our B&B was fully booked this one weekend. And I speak to someone in the village and uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you've probably got the, um, the blind lesbian wedding. Them lot, them lot staying in your, in your uh, B&B t- this weekend. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a blind lesbian wedding just up the road this weekend and apparently all the guests were blind and lesbians like even the photographers like <laughs> well no... those photos gonna be shit <laughs> well that's what i'm saying how, how did that happen everyone at the it's... event blind and a lesbian now i'm all for those kind of groups i think it's wonderful i didn't just didn't realize those there was kind of groups? well no what i mean is bringing people together from all walks of life i wonder how they all met as well i love that little networking events for blind lesbians but at least they're all there to enjoy it. I mean, it doesn't matter if the weather's bad or what the dress looks like, at least. So oh. you don't have to think about that. You don't have to think about that at all, really, do you? I think I'd want a photographer at my wedding that has sight, though. But yeah, that's I don't great. know how, that's how that, that would my work as a photographer. How does that work? Do you have to rattle something in the sort of like this direction kind of thing? Like, that's, that's the only thing I can think. How what, would you have like, like to you're dealing with to a toddler or something? Yeah, well, that's what, that's what happens in blind football. Think about it, though. It doesn't matter what the photos look like because the two brides are not going to be able to see them anyway. So exactly, exactly. You could take photos then, of anything. Why take, take a selfie? selfie? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? There's interesting, no point. though. Interesting. It's interesting to think about. Just a niche that I was not aware existed, these, you know, blind lesbian groups. I was aware that, you know, there's obviously going to be groups of blind people, lesbian people, that, you know, that get along nicely. I didn't realise that the Venn diagrams crossed so large, so largely yeah. to create a blind about- lesbian wedding. I'm thinking about the practicalities of it. So how did these people meet? They must be blind lesbian groups. Mm. They go on days out, maybe even nights out together. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're they're at the viaduct in Leeds. eh? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little uh, LGBT plus venue that they can frequent. Although if they're going in there, I'd rather be blind if I was going in there, to be honest with you, some of the sites that go on there. Oh, sound like you've got experience well, I'm just saying it's a bit of a, it's not exactly a classy establishment as we know. We've been together, haven't we? Yeah, you Divide dragged me it in there. Uh, well, it was, it was me and a friend uh, that dragged you in there. But you enjoyed it, to say the least, didn't you? It was a nice little afternoon jaunt. I didn't items. really know what was going on, to be honest. There was a lot going on. It's, is it a show bar? Is that what they call it? Yeah, they call it a show bar. don't There like was a that. lot on show, let me tell you. Too much on show, yeah. Too much yeah. on show there. Way too much. Who knew that leather? Leather was still in. <laughs> according yeah, to them, the them yeah and the toilets are like dungeons very strange but there was that one guy who wasn't there up dancing he had a few too many <laughs> but i rated his moves but i've never seen you as uncomfortable as you were though i love it i think we should take you out of your comfort zone more to be honest with you it was i was so so far out of my comfort zone it was ridiculous it was um but he was doing like he thought he was beyonce i said i think i said yeah. it in the one man podcast it was like louis spence if he didn't go to dance school it was ridiculous it was <laughs> like he was twirling around you know just pirouetting was, i think windows. the term is like, he was sashaying around the court outside yeah which is lovely i was waiting any minute um, now he was gonna go right come on toby you come up and dance with me do you know what I mean he was <laughs> he was looking around well how's like, he know be my name i'm not that well known he doesn't know my uh, name I don't know. he's, I don't he's guessed he's guessed you're you're notorious in the community. No, no, no. <laughs> Not with people of that age, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I couldn't wait, couldn't wait to get out of there. But I did wish, I wish that I was blind when I was in there. What can I say? I mean, couldn't finish my. Uh, I think it was something. I think it was a pint. Me, I one wondering, can Because you, you didn't like it because you're a raging homophobe, which i mean Is okay. <laughs> you wanted. I to was, stay I was longer. a homophobe after leaving there. You wanted to stay, stay longer. You were like you were enjoying it. It was a fascinating social experiment. What can I say? You asked him um, to come a bit closer. Go back. We'll go back for. <laughs> we'll go back for them. There's some mulled wine, I think it's Christmas after all, isn't it? You're going by, you can have a by big, yourself. A big gay Christmas you could have. <laughs> Back on on the topic of Christmas, which I think you know we should try. We'll try and keep the Christmas as much as I can. Although you know when when you've got to talk about blind lesbian weddings, you know, it's just, it's, got, it's got to come out. It's been on your mind, hasn't it? You got to get it in there. Exactly. Um, what's your favourite part of the Christmas dinner? Do you have a favourite part? The stuffing. Hundred percent, the stuffing. Oh, I've you spoken about stuffing, my love. Don't you? Yeah. I've spoken about my love for sage and onion stuffing before. If I'm in an establishment and we're going out for a roast dinner and they don't do stuffing, they're not getting my service. It's as simple as that. I can sniff sage out from a one mile radius away. You can smell it from a mile away. Big lover of uh, of sage, but not a fan of Yorkshire puddings on a Christmas dinner. What? It's a, it's a debate that's been raging on my Twitter feed this week for some reason because some people care too much about. Uh, issues that aren't real issues, and some people say that Yorkshire puddings don't belong on a Christmas dinner, um, I'm not sure why, maybe it's a philosophical thing, I just don't want them on my mind because I don't like them, and that's coming from some You don't like Yorkshire. them? No, no I, I don't even know where I stand on your food taste anymore, you're so <laughs> completely out of it uh, what is going on in your palate what is happening in there, I, I've got no idea it's been corrupted, something's gone on in there and it's just it's changed your, your taste buds or something don't. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're they bland, they don't taste of anything. They're very hard to get right. The consistency it's difficult to get it perfect. They're either too crunchy, too flaccid in some senses. Sometimes they're more like a pancake. Too you flaccid. I don't know what you're gonna get. Too flaccid, yeah, too flaccid. You need to get Anne um, Bessie down, yeah. That's what you that's your problem. Yeah, yeah but it's cheap, frozen. Why do you want them frozen? Why do you want them frozen? Or oh, make so, turkey stuffing? Not I don't even like roast potatoes. I'm just oh god, you're god. so picky, aren't you? Just hummus, darling. Can't be yeah. <laughs> Abish, go a bit gourmet. I don't mind that. Some countries have fish for uh, for their dinner as Very well. Nutters. Less of Less of the judgment. I mean, I think you find that the British people are the only people that have Yorkshire puddings on a roast. And even then, pushing it a bit. Don't tell me you do the whole sort of prong cocktail thing that people do. Is it prong cocktail? Yeah. Well, we do. That's a tradition that we do a prawn cocktail as a starter, but I don't engage in that. So don't like prawn. I love prawns, but don't have prawn cocktail. Not fancy. So Not fast. picky. Just so picky. Not I am mean, glad you Not don't I'm glad you abstain from that practice because it's a load of nonsense. Um is it a prong I'm, cocktail is, a, is a load of nonsense. Completely against it, a load of rubbish. Yeah. Wrong. It's wrong. No starter food straight in. Straight, in, Straight in, tuck in, get on with it. If the portion's no, big enough, a, you don't need a, a monopoly, yeah. Exactly. Um, but what about um, pigs and blankets? You're not mentioning them? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah get them on there. Get them on there. chip a we call them. You yeah, call get them get what? Them on there. If, they're, if they're on the scene, they're on the scene. If they're on the scene, they're on the scene. But once again, I don't go mad over them. But then again, people seem so for some reason. They're just a fad. Just a fad. Do you call them chip that's What they're called, yeah, they called chipolatas. Pink pigs and, and blankets. Well, I'm not. Oh, I'll have a bit of pig. I don't want a bit of pig. Do I want a chipolata? It's all in the naming. Oh, god, oh, god, I'm not a pig. I'm not eating pig, am I? I, I a blanket. The... What's your thoughts? On sprouts. Love them, love sprouts. Love. Interesting. god, you know, taste buds are really? all over the place. I can't figure you out An enigma <laughs> in the mouse. It's hard to pin me down, isn't it? But my focus well, for the whole Christmas on. dinner is on uh winning the uh Christmas cracker pudding contest. Oh, never lose. Never lose. Never there's lose. There's a technique to isn't there, To win. Yeah, just grip further down the um the shaft. Oh, don't use that word. Come on. No, no need Come that. on. Further down the cracker. <laughs> come on. And that's cheating anyway. You can't you can't pull further down it. You've got to pull the pulley bit. No, you, no, there's no rule book for it. You can't accuse me the of means? being cheat. There's a lot of monopoly. cheating going on in your in your household. We need to we need to have an inquiry, yeah. I think. <laughs> we do it, the, the monopoly cheating's been going for ages. Some
1: so people on. like monopoly. to
0: watch. Watch things, or watch the Christmas, um, either watch Christmas films, or watch like the Queen's speech, that kind of thing. like her Christmas. Yeah, I've never message. watched that. Never been, never been bothered. Don't um, get it. Don't get the, the whole thing behind it. Why that. are people so bothered with what, she, with what she's got to say on Christmas Day? I mean, strange. It's not not a thing. I'm not bothered for the Channel Four doing an alternative Christmas speech. So I'm not a fan of that. Where they get some comedian to uh, to do a Christmas speech. When did comedians start thinking they were so important? bloody comedians A eh? making jokes yeah. on the TV. Funny. Most of them aren't funny. Most of them aren't funny. Get a podcast. Exactly. Get You're a- so funny, do a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I kind of think that pretty much concludes everything there, doesn't it? That's it, it does, I doesn't it? It promises to be a, a wonderful time of the year, isn't it? The most wonderful time of the year. It is. As the song goes thank you all so much for listening and watching we hope you have a great christmas hope you've enjoyed this little special that we've done a little bit of a one-off here uh taking away from our usual upload schedule we'll be back on monday the 27th so look forward to that with our usual podcasts and uh, yeah thanks so much for listening and watching we'll see you next time cheers have a good christmas